Today's episode was made possible by contributions from our fans on Patreon. Visit us online at patreon.com slash rednightstories. Once upon a time, in the faraway kingdom of kingdom, there lived a princess and her many knights. All of the knights were strong and brave and bold. But no knight was as strong or brave or bold as... Red Knight, the greatest knight in all the land. Chapter 11, The Crystal Throne. Winter had stormed into the kingdom of kingdom with a vengeance. The sky was the dirty gray of a filthy rag, and the wind howled and hurled millions of snowflakes at the hills and houses. People throughout the kingdom huddled around fires, drinking warm drinks and telling stories, doing anything they could to drive off the evening chill. Despite the weather, a lone figure pushed its way through the stinging snow towards the castle of Princess Pearl, trudging through the sleet in a heavy green cloak that did little to keep the weather out. Eventually, the figure arrived at its destination and pushed its way into the main hall. Oh my g- g- gosh, what miserable weather! Ah, Green Knight, capital! I'm glad you got my message. Red Knight was sitting in a comfortable chair by the fire, reading a book. His feet were up, and he had a big cup of hot chocolate with marshmallows in his hands. He smiled at Green Knight, who trudged up to the fire, shivering and soaked. Okay, I'm here! What's the emergency? Did you bring that tool I asked about? Of course! Green Knight pulled the tool out from beneath his cloak. It looked sort of like a gun, but was covered in lots of blinking lights. Splendid! This laser cutter will be perfect! So what's the emergency? Hmm? Oh, well, it's not really an emergency in the sense that it's anything that must be done immediately, but uh, it's an important task nonetheless. That is literally what an emergency is. Do you realize how awful the weather is? I nearly froze out there. Bah, weather. What difference does it make? This is an adventure we're talking about. As a knight, one must be prepared to make sacrifices for the greater good. You are unbelievable. Ah, I can sense that you are cross with me. You're picking that up, huh? Yes, Green Knight, I am. But I am prepared to make it up to you. Oh, yeah? How? As repayment for my cruel treatment of you, I hereby invite you with me on my grand and noble quest to retrieve the legendary crystal throne of King Kyle. You're not saying anything. Let me get this straight. You dragged me through a blizzard under false pretenses and plan on making it up to me by dragging me back out into that very same weather and maybe getting me killed? Oh, come now, Green Knight. It's not that bad out there. Just as he said that, the doors to the hall groaned open and Pink Knight hustled in, wrapped in a thick woolly scarf that covered everything except her eyes. A flurry of snow blew into the hall, and Pink Knight had to throw her shoulder against the door to push it closed against the wind. Hmm, I may have been mistaken about the weather. Oh, It's cold out there! Look, there's ice in my eyelashes! Anyway, what's the emergency, Red Knight? You made Pink Knight come too? I need someone to help carry the throne, Green Knight. I'm assuming it's rather heavy. Oh, brother! Throne? What throne? I will explain everything on the way. Come along, friends, to the castle tower! Red Knight leapt to his feet and led the knights through the castle. Wait a minute, you're gonna ask Purple Knight for help? Of course, why not? He's usually game. You're not gonna ask him to help with the weather, are you? Because the last time he did, 
it rained fish for a whole week. Oh, I remember that. A halibut hit Princess Pearl in the face. That's right. She was pretty mad about that. I'll say. She used words I didn't even know she knew. Well, we'll see what he says. He may have a clever idea or two squirreled away in that beard of his. The knights reached a set of stone stairs, which spiraled up, up, up to the top of the tower, and stopped at a large wooden door. Red Knight knocked. What? Who is it? It is I, Red Knight, and I have a question for you. There was a terrible clatter from the other side of the door, which opened a moment later. Hello, Red Knight. What can I do for you? The three of us here are on a quest to retrieve the legendary crystal throne of King Kyle. What? Why? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm still not really sure what's going on. All right, all right, come in. You're letting all the hot air out. The three knights were ushered into the cluttered sanctum of Purple Knight. Every conceivable space was packed solid with books, mystic artifacts, and dirty plates. The ancient wizard threw himself into an oversized chair that was in desperate need of patching. Now what's all this nonsense about King Kyle's throne? Well, you see, I was in the castle library yesterday. What? You? In a library? Yes, Green Knight, me. You needn't act so surprised. I had been summoned there by Princess Pearl. Oh, that makes more sense. Who, ever since we retrieved her great-grandfather's scepter from the marshes of Manus, has been on a real history kick. The princess has done quite a bit of research, and in doing so, found the general location of King Kyle's crystal throne. Awesome! Where is it? It is located somewhere upon the eternal glacier. Apparently, King Kyle lost the throne in a game of poker to an evil wizard named Frigus the Frigid. Why would he bet his throne in a poker game? For the same reason he made his hamster the castle treasurer. He was nuts? Precisely. Frigus the Frigid? Ugh, I hate that guy. You know him? Yeah, he was a real pompous wizard that lived up on the Eternal Glacier. He was really into ice magic. Bah. So he could freeze water. Big deal. So can a refrigerator. Do you know where he lived? Of course. He had a palace out on the glacier. Do you think you could give us directions? Directions? I can do better than that. Purple Knight crossed the room and had the other knights help him move stacks of old books out of the corner. Seated there in the stone of the floor was a circle made out of tarnished silver. This here's my teleportation circle. I can use it to plop you three down right on Frigus's doorstep. Um, with, with magic? Of course with magic. How else? Um, maybe we can just walk there? In this weather? To the Eternal Glacier? Oh, good point. Excellent. How does it work? Y'all stand in the circle, and I recite the spell, and pow! You'll find yourself on the front door of Frigus the Frigid. Capital! Um, how do we get back? Here, take this magic amulet. When you want to come back, all you gotta do is rub the gemstone on the front, and I'll yank you back. Easy peasy. Well, that's certainly convenient. Wait a second. If this is so easy, why don't people teleport more often? Are you gonna stand there all day asking a bunch of difficult questions, or are you gonna get your butt in the circle and go on an adventure? Very well, Purple Knight, to the icy fastness of Frigus the Frigid, with all haste! Oh, I've got a bad feeling about this. The three knights crowded into the silver circle. Purple Knight excavated an ancient spellbook from a stack and opened it, sending a plume of dust into the air. <laughs> all right, one teleportation spell coming right up. Before we start, is anyone here allergic to the color orange? You can't be allergic to a color. I'll take that as a no. 
Now remember, keep your eyes closed until you arrive, or you'll get nauseous and possibly slightly insane. Wait, what? Here we go. <laughs> These nights are in a hurry, so I'll make this short. I'm sending the Freakish with a teleport! There was a flash of brilliant violet light, and the air filled with the smell of burning sugar. The three knights in the circle felt the world grow thin, and they began to spin. They kept their eyes tightly closed as the spinning grew faster and faster. Then there was a roar and a pop, and then the temperature dropped drastically, and the wind howled into them viciously. Can we open our eyes yet? I think so. The knights opened their eyes and found themselves in an icy wasteland in the middle of a storm. Sleep pelted against them, and they huddled into their cloaks. I don't see a fortress. Do you think Purple Knight missed the mark? Oh, gee, what has that ever happened? No need to be sarcastic, Green Knight. Hey, look at that! The snow suddenly cleared, and the knights found themselves standing before the terrible fortress of Frigus the Frigid. Walls of black ice loomed over them. The entrance was molded to look like a monstrous demonic face with an open mouth that led into the wizard's lair. Well, that's spooky. It doesn't look like he wants any visitors. Let's get inside. Are you sure this is a good idea? It's either that or freeze to death. The knights walked into the mouth of the monster and into the lair of Frigus. It wasn't storming inside, but it also wasn't any warmer, and the knight's breath curdled in the air before them as they walked. A faint glow emanated from within the enchanted icy walls of the fortress, providing the trespassers enough light to walk by. In those same walls, the shadow of frozen creatures could be seen, trapped forever in the ice. Not very welcoming, is it? You can say that again! The three knights walked down a long, cold hallway, which eventually opened into a large, echoing hall. Icicle pillars lined a frosty path that bisected the room. And at the end of the path sat... The Crystal Throne! Wow, it's beautiful! The throne was magnificent. A work of faceted crystal delicately carved and molded to catch and refract light like a prism. The soft glow from the walls hit the throne, which filled the rest of the hall with dazzling rainbows. The knights approached it cautiously, for even though the beautiful light was comforting... There was a sinister presence in the room, and they could feel unseen eyes following them as they approached. A moment later, they stood before the throne, shielding their eyes from its brilliance. Well, that is quite a sight. It looks like it's seated into the ice. I could try and tear it out. The throne is made of crystal. If you tried that, you might shatter it. Oh, good point. I thought something like this might happen. Green Knight, do you still have that laser cutter? Oh, of course. Wow, good thinking, Red Knight. Thank you. What's the plan? Green Knight, you cut the throne out of the ice. Pink Knight, you carry it out of here. When we are safely outside, I'll activate the teleportation amulet and we'll be home in time for lunch. Sounds good to me. Me too. Green Knight took his laser cutter from his cloak and turned it on. It began to hum, and a beam of concentrated light flashed to life. Wow, cool. I just need to be careful I don't accidentally touch the throne with the laser cutter. Can you imagine what would happen if a laser hit that crystal? The light would refract and shoot out everywhere. That would be quite a light show. Yeah, and we'd probably be cut to ribbons. Green Knight kneeled down and began burning away the ice around the throne. The ice bubbled and hissed as it dissolved beneath the heat of the device. And steam rose about the throne. Well, all things considered, this is going swimmingly. 
No sooner had Red Knight spoken than there was a low rumble that shook the fortress, and stalactites of ice fell from the ceiling and crashed to the floor. A roar echoed through the halls of ice. Good gracious, what was that? Oh my gosh, look! Pinky Knight pointed above the throne. Within the ice, two glowing blue eyes opened and stared down at the knights in hatred. Holy cow! I can't imagine that's good. Suddenly, the wall of ice behind the throne began to shake and then shattered. A giant creature made out of ice and snow emerged, 30 feet tall and extremely angry. It roared and flexed long, freezing claws sharp enough to tear a person in half. The knights skipped backwards and drew their swords. Aha! Finally! A challenge! Is that Freegus? If it is, I wish Purple Knight would have mentioned that he's a terrifying ice giant! Outstanding! Can we please not be happy about this? The big snowy creature lurched forward with stiff, jerky motions. The knights backed away and lifted their shields. Is everybody ready? I sure am! Let's knock down that giant! I guess I'll be the distraction. I'll handle the legs! And I'll take the head! With that, the knights spread out. The ice giant turned to follow Pink Knight, but stopped when a snowball smacked it in the head. Hey, down here, you big popsicle! The giant turned back to Green Knight and roared. Green Knight pelted it with another snowball and another. They puffed harmlessly against the giant's icy body, and the creature began lumbering towards the knight, its pointed fingers flexing murderously. That's right! Over here! The giant's jagged claws slammed to the earth with surprising speed. Green Knight yelped and threw himself backwards and avoided being impaled by mere inches as the claws scraped the frosty floor of the fortress, sending splinters of ice flying through the air. Will you guys hurry? Pink Knight leapt into action. As the ice giant took another shaky step forward, Pink Knight threw herself into its leg, and so titanic was her strength that the leg shattered. The creature howled in surprise and fell to the earth, nearly crushing Green Knight. Whoa! Red Knight, now's your chance! Red Knight was already moving. With a hearty Ha-ha! laugh, he charged forward, and with a mighty swing of his sword, chopped at the brittle column of ice holding up the creature's head. The ice shattered, and the head rolled free. The light in the icy eyes flickered and dimmed. The body fractured a thousand times, shedding chunks of ice and snow. Ha-ha! Another monster successfully vanquished! Good job, everyone! Hey, guys, uh, I don't think we should celebrate just yet. What? Why not? What's wrong? Green Knight pointed to the shattered pieces. Suddenly, the eyes of the head relit and each and every individual shard of the giant began to shake. Ooh, that's not good! As they watched, each razor-sharp icicle shard of the giant grew a pair of pointy legs and began to stand up. Now, instead of one giant monster, there were thousands of them, and they all turned towards the knights. Well, that is not great, I'm going to be honest. The thousands of icicles charged. The knights began slashing and kicking, destroying several of the tiny terrors at a time. But it soon became apparent that they were going to be quickly overwhelmed. Does anyone ow, have any ideas? No, I... Wait, wait, I do have an idea! Follow me! Green Knight ran to the Crystal Throne, and Pink Knight and Red Knight followed close behind, attacking icicles as they went. 
The three knights ducked behind the throne. Cover me for a second and stay behind the throne! What are you doing? If I put the laser cutter into the throne, it may refract the laser and turn it into a sort of super weapon! That sounds super dangerous! Do you want to take a ridiculously dangerous chance, or do you want to get cut to ribbons by an army of tiny ice monsters? I am 100% behind you, Green Knight! Commence with your reckless plan! Green Knight pulled out his laser cutter and turned it on. Close your eyes! He shoved the laser into the back of the crystal throne. The throne glowed bright red, and then hundreds of lasers shot out of it. Beams of rainbow light swept through the hall, melting anything they touched. Green Knight twisted the laser cutter, and the lasers danced and sliced through the room. The tiny icicles ran, but they didn't make it far before they were destroyed by the ribbons of light. All that remained of the monsters was steam and pools of quickly cooling water. Well done, Green Knight! Yeah! Awesome! <laughs> Thanks! Oh, I thought we were dead for sure. What? Nothing, forget it. Red Knight, get the magic amulet ready. As soon as I'm done cutting the throne free, I want to get out of here. Ah, yes, the amulet. Well, I have uh, good news and I have bad news. What's the bad news? Well, the bad news is that the amulet is sort of, kind of, uh, completely broken. What? Oh, no! He must have gotten broken in the fight with the giant! So what's the good news? The good news is that, uh, judging by that hole you melted in the ceiling, the blizzard has ended. So we will walk home in nicer weather. Oh, uh, I guess that's good. Also, I packed snacks. Oh, brother. And so the three knights finished cutting the crystal throne free and struggled together through the snow to deliver it to Princess Pearl. The princess was simply thrilled to have it back and immediately placed it in the throne room. Unfortunately, it was so bright that everyone complained that it hurt their eyes and she had to throw a blanket over it. Ah, another successful quest, thanks to Red Knight, the greatest knight in all the land. The End Thank you for listening to The Adventures of Red Knight. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit us online at rednightstories.com. To support our podcast directly and gain access to bonus content, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rednightstories. We'll see you next time.